the last few weeks, we've been uh, talking about a series. Pastor Mark opened it up with talking about how the text or the Bible is important, the importance of it. Then also last week, he talked about the credibility of it. And, and today, we're going to be looking at the, the benefits of God's word as we go into this morning. Um, first of all, just real quick on a personal note, I just want to thank all of you um, for your prayers and also for the cards in the passing away of my father in February. It's been much appreciated to know that I have a church family that's behind me and uh, praying for me through those uh, difficult times that, that we went through. Um, so thank you very, very much and continue to pray for, for our family. Um, let's have a word of prayer and, and we'll get into this. Father, again, I just thank you for uh, who you are. And, and I thank you that uh, you have given us your word to use in our everyday lives. And I pray that as we spend this time together here that you would speak to us, that you would open our minds, that you would open our hearts to all that you would say. I thank you so much for the opportunity just to be here in your house and to worship you, to praise you, and to give you thanks, but also to hear from you. So we ask that you would do that now. We ask this all in your precious name. Amen. You may be wondering what the tables are. So we'll get to this right away. I need two volunteers. And I I guess if I don't get any volunteers, then I'll just pick on the guys in the suits down front. I have one volunteer from the guys in the suits. You can pick your table since you're the first one. Choose All right, you're going to take the one that moved. I need one more volunteer. Okay. So you're at at this table. You can have a seat. What's that? Oh, okay. All right. What they have in front of them, and you guys can go ahead and, and like, take the Lincoln Logs out of the bag. Um, And what they have in front of them are are Lincoln Logs. Growing up, these were one of my favorite toys to to play with. You know, they they were just great unless your dog chewed on them, which my dog did a lot. So some of the pieces would be missing ends and stuff. But they were just great to build things with. And uh, the the, uh, Lincoln Logs that they each have, you have the exact same set before you. Okay, But they're made for a specific purpose. And there's only, well, this, for this morning, they're made for a specific purpose and a specific building that you need to build. Okay? So, I'm going to give you a few moments, minutes maybe, to build that specific building. Okay? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say go in a second. Okay? As, as you are building, if, if you're not building the right building then I may make you start all over. Okay? So, are you guys ready? Yeah? Okay. All right. Go. See, now, there's a chance this may backfire on me. And it already is. All right. So we'll let them go for a little while. Sorry. All right. 
Try again. And you can't copy each other's. So don't be looking at the other person's. Now, when I did this, I was able to do it in like two and a half to three minutes. And I had the whole thing done. How many people were in front of uh, Just one, Colby. But he's very distracting, Pastor Colby. So. Um, nobody was right beside me. You're doing well, but we're going to have you. We'll do that for you. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is we're, we're going to give you guys about another minute to hopefully be a little farther along than what I thought you would be. different methods you know you're supposed to have this almost done on your side Am I? yeah yeah i might i might i don't know that's that's the same thing that you did last time bad, huh? yeah so we'll take you back to there All right, you got about 30 seconds to finish. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Have you ever used Lincoln Logs before? No. Okay. Maybe I should have set this up beforehand, you think? I asked, but hey, hey, it works sometimes. Sometimes it, it helps and sometimes it doesn't. You're still at, at that point. You know what's kind of kind of bad though is he has the directions and you don't. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be looking at. That's why I pointed to them. <laughs> All right, time's up. All right, let's give them a round of applause. You can have a seat, not while you are sitting down, but you can go back to your own seat where you were. Okay. Now, over here I was hoping, (laughs) I was hoping by finding the instructions that they would have an unfair advantage of building this. Now, I'm going to try to build this while I'm talking, but uh, that may, may not happen because I wanted the at least maybe almost built house on this side done for a reference for the rest of my uh my I like these little piles that you made <laughs> of yeah no relevance to anything but uh but they're but they're nice actually I can use this one so we'll do that but what we're talking about this morning is is the benefits of God's word and and what I was 
hoping to show by this illustration. And I knew, as I was coming up with this, I knew that... See, see, he had these. He had a picture. <laughs> not, not to, not to pick on, on you, Bob, or anything. He had a picture and and all of the all of the instructions, um, on on what it was what it was to look like. So, and I'll probably end up doing it wrong, anyways, since it is a little bit harder in front of all these people. Just a little. But. One of the things that that we need to realize is that there is a a difference between just reading God's word, losing pieces, and uh, what's that? I need to study the directions. Correct. What's that? Even though I've already done it once myself, you still need to go back continually and, and study directions and i'm not going to get this totally built because i I don't want to sit here and and you guys go home and say well all we did today was was uh was have someone you know build lincoln logs but i want to at least get the main part of the structure down and 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 the point that i was going to make <laughs> is is with God's word there's there's such a difference because they are there to direct you they're there to help you you're hiding pieces on me did you take a piece with you <laughs> that's weird do this. Yeah, that's why you couldn't do it. That's why you couldn't do it. Now you understand. We'll, we'll, we'll get it to here. So good enough for now that you guys can see that. But but there's there's a huge difference between just knowing stories. I, I think a lot of times as, as kids growing up. And, you know, even with my kids, when they come home from Sunday school, they can tell you maybe the story. Um, But they don't understand the why. I remember when I was in in college, one of my history classes, the history professor I had um, wanted to know the why, not just the facts. And and once you figure that out, which basically, if you were listening the first day of class, that's what he said, um, you knew how to study for his tests. He didn't want you to be able to write down, you know, this war was here, this took place at this date, this date. He wanted to know, okay, why did those take place? So his tests, you know, a lot of my friends would just study the dates, and they'd go in and like, that test was impossible. It's like he wanted to know the why. And and it's the same with with studying Scripture. So many times we just read it, and and there's such a huge difference. You may say, well, man, I read my Bible every day. Well, are you truly studying your Bible? Because there's a big difference there. And there's so many benefits that we can gain from that. You know, because one is just with the instructions, you can end up with your life looking more like this than like something over here, even though it didn't totally work out that way. I still want to know where that one... I wonder if Colby did that to me and and took that since he knew I was doing this this morning. 
But uh, there, there's such a difference there. And we're going to look at, at three areas of, of, so what are the benefits of God's word? What are different things that it can do in your life? And, and the first that we want to look at is that it can give you guidance. It can give you guidance. It's the way that God chose to communicate to you or with you. God's word is one of the ways that God chose to communicate with you. Basically, God talks to you through reading his word, and you speak to God with your mouth. It's really that simple. We, we try to make it a lot more complicated, but you can sit down. You know, so many times we're, we, a major prayer that people pray is, I want to know God's will for my life. Well, God's word, I believe, holds almost 100% of what God's will is for your life. I mean, there may be those small things. You're not going to open it up and, and they're going to say, please go work at PNC Bank. Um, you know, it's not going to have those types of things in there, but it's going to tell it, here's how you should be living out your life. You want to know my will for you? Well, then you need to be my disciple and you need to be making disciples. You know, that's part of God's will for your life. Here's how to live, that it communicates to you. That's a huge benefit is, is that it, it gives you guidance, just like these instructions give you guidance on how to build something. God's word gives you instructions. It guides you on how to live your life. Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. How great that is, is that, man, that means that when I'm going down a road where I'm not sure where I'm heading, if I'm in God's word, that's going to bring light. That's going to help guide me. That's going to keep me from maybe going off the path in the wrong direction or hitting a huge pothole like we have all over the city of Erie right now. But it gives you that guidance. It gives you that direction. And that's how God wants to communicate to you. That's a huge benefit of having his word, of holding that in your hand and getting into it. And there's times in your life where you may feel like, man, I need to be in it more than others, but you need to be in it. Because it will help you make decisions. And, and, and it's not one of those things where you, you take the Bible, like, like Pastor Mark said, and, and you just flip it open and you hit, you know, you pick a passage. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. But it will, it will help you if you're in it every, every single day. I remember my father um, a couple years ago, he was, was, was really dealing with whether or not he should stay at the church where he was pastoring or, or leave. And just through his regular daily devotions, one day he was just really praying, God, you need to, you know, I, I really want to, to know this week. And, and he wasn't, you know, skipping around. It was just this is where he was reading. And the passage he wrote, read that day was, if you leave here, you will surely die. And for him, that was his answer because he wasn't, you know, picking different passages, but he was reading through this. This was his devotions he was going through month after month after month. And when he needed that answer at that point in time, God gave him that answer. It gives you guidance. Now, sometimes it may not be as clear as that, but it is a benefit of getting into God's word is that guidance. A second benefit that it gives you is power. Every time you read it, positive things come out of it. It changes you into a better person the more you read. 
Okay? I want you to get that, that the more you read of God's word, it changes you into a better person. It's not going to make you worse. It's going to make you better. So if you're wondering, how can I improve my life? Get into God's word. There, there's power there. Hebrews 4.12 says this. It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Another translation says this in Hebrews 4.12. God means what he says, what he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one is impervious to God's word. We can't get away from it no matter what. You know, there's power there. As you read through it, yes, it may be difficult because you're looking at it and it's saying, I want you to do this and this. And you're saying, but I'm not doing that. And I don't know if I want to do that. That's why it talks about that. It's like a surgeon's scalpel. But that's what it does for you. And that's a benefit. It helps you remove what is bad and leaves what is good so that you can become a better person. Also, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say this, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, that's, that's some powerful scripture. That it's good for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training so that you can be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, if you're a disciple of Christ, if you're following him, if you have that relationship with him, don't you want to be equipped to share that with others? And, and, and if that's what you truly want to be, then where do you go? God's word. You know, there, there's so many books out there that are, are good. But when it gets down to it, you need to be in God's word. Because that's the only book that's going to thoroughly equip you to be able to do every good work. And then we also read in Psalm 119, 9 through 11, says this, How can a young person stay on a path of purity? By living according to your word, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Such strong words. Man, you know, if there's maybe there's a sin in your life that it's a continual fight. That time after time after time. You keep coming back to God and saying, God, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? I just can't get over this. You know, here's a passage that says, my word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Man, get into God's word. Memorize some scripture that when you go to deal with a certain issue, when that sin pops up, you can quote that scripture. And say, I'm not going to do this. Because I have God's word. And I want to stay pure. Or I want to stay on the right path. There's power in that. You know, God didn't just give us his word just to sit on a shelf in your house. Or just to carry to church. And say, look at me, I have my Bible. 
He gave it to you to use because there's power there. That's one of the benefits. You know, you want to start being a better person? Get into it. And study it. The third benefit is that of knowledge. Is knowledge. By reading this, you can start to learn just who God is. His character. There's so many verses that just describe different things about him. That's one of the things that I I love about our God is that he's a mysterious God. We'll never be able to totally understand him. But there's scripture that helps us to gain knowledge on on this is the type of God that we serve. And, And just going through some of those, you have in John 4, 24, it says, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. 1 John 1, 5 says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. 1 John 4, 16 says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. And you continue on, Hebrews twelve twenty nine says, For our God is a consuming fire. And, and you can start to piece together that, that here's the, this God. Man, he, he's light. There's no darkness in him. Maybe you're going through a time in your life where you just feel, man, there's just darkness all around me. I don't know where to turn. Well, you know what? There's a God who one of his characters is he's light. There's no darkness in him that if you go to him, he's going to help you through that. Or maybe you're just feeling that no one loves you. Just read that, man, we have a God who is love. Not that he loves you, he is love. What an incredible thought. That you may be thinking, man, I've done too many bad things. I've had too many people turn their back on me. God probably has too. God hasn't because he is love. What a benefit of just starting to know that. But on the same hand, too, then you read in Hebrews, man, he's a consuming fire as well. That, that he's, he's a just God. He's someone that, man, as you get to know him, as you get into his word, he will also tell you like it is. That man serving me, 100%. And, and I don't want anything else, 100%. And, and, and that's the benefit of getting into God's word is that you you gain those three things. And and, and there's so much more, but you can get guidance. You can get power. And you can get knowledge. Incredible benefits that we have to just getting into God's word. And with that, I just want to give you a little side thing of something that the youth were going to be doing here in the beginning of, of May that pertains to God's word and the power that we know that God is going to use in this. Um, in May, we are going to be, the, the, the kids are, are starting to hear about it. And you know what? I left it down on. Let me grab it so you guys can get a visual. Um, we're going to be doing what is called a saturation in the youth schools. And they're going to be handing out what is called the, the life book. And, and, and this is put out by the Gideons. And um, in, in talking with them, basically it goes through, what this is, is it goes through the whole Old Testament, 
goes through who Jesus is, and then it gets to, okay, now what about you? Where are you at with this? And, and over the next few weeks, we're going to be challenging our kids. And then on May 1st that evening, we're having a rally. And, and uh, two other youth groups in the area are, are, are going to be a, a part of this. And uh, they're shipping us. Uh, the, you know, I, I had no idea numbers in my head as far as, as what um, they would ship us to hand out. And uh, I got an email last week, and, and the guy who I've been talking to said, Hey, I did some research, and you have a ton of students in your area. So we're shipping you 4,500 of these life books to hand out. I'm like, okay. So, so and, and the thing that's cool about this is, is if you look at the, the, you know, and we're going to be going over all this stuff with the youth, but the Students' Bill of Rights that was signed by President Clinton when he was in office, um, it's legal for them to hand out religious material in school. So, so that is not anything that they're going to be going against Legally, and, and so what I would encourage you guys to do is be praying f- for this because this is something that is, is going to help other students gain knowledge, give them guidance, and, and also give them some power. And be praying for our students because our, our goal for that week is each day they need to hand out at least five of these. So by the end of the week, they've hit 25 people. You know, so some of our schools... You know, a good percentage of those kids are going to get handed something like this. And, and so be praying for that week starting May 2nd as, as we look into this and, uh, and just see all that, that God's going to do through his word. And, and overall, I think they have over 300,000 of these going out this spring around the country. So it's an incredible thing that uh, God has already been doing in past years and what he's going to be doing this year. So we get to the point where, okay, we know God's word can give us guidance, can give us power, can give us knowledge. But how do I study it? How, how do I do that? And, and I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I, I stand up here and I say all of this. Man, this is one of the areas I struggle. I struggle with taking the time to get into God's word, and I know I should do it. And I stand up here in front of you and saying, hey, you guys need to be doing this. And, and it's an area for me, man, it's, it's a fight. I have to work at it. Sometimes it's easy for me to rationalize, well, you know what, I'm preparing a message, so I'm in God's word. You know, yeah, but it's not that personal time because I'm preparing a message. And, and it's an area that it's a discipline that you need to, to work at it. And, and, and you, you need to, to just take the time and say, this is something that I am going to do. And, and one of the things is, is make sure you don't go for quantity over quality. Because sometimes we think, well, you know what, I'm going to read all of this scripture, but then you don't get anything out of it because you're just reading it. I, I, I kind of did that this year. I decided, you know what, um, there's, there's a, a newer version of the Bible, the English Standard Version, that, that's out. is very good. And uh, I said, I'm going to read through that this year and, and read through the Bible. And as I got into it, I got to the point where I'm just reading to read to stay on track with the schedule that I'm supposed to do. And I'm not really even getting anything out of it. So I stopped and just slowed down and said, I need to start taking the time to, to get into this. And how do you know you're doing it right is basically 
you're living it. That's how you know if you're truly studying God's word is its evidence in your life. It's coming out in your life. And you're living it. It's not just something that you're memorizing and, and you can walk this up to someone you know, and, and say to them, John chapter 1, and say, hey, I'm memorizing the Bible. Well, if you're not living it, you know, that's great evidence that you're truly studying it. And, and so, you know, I, I don't have the set, well, if you do this, 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 and this, then it's going to be perfect. You need to find out what works best for you. There are questions that you can ask. There's things that you can do. One of the things that I am going to encourage you to do, starting either today or tomorrow, if you're not doing anything, is take the Gospel of John and read through it over the next 21 days. There's 21 chapters. So in 21 days, you'll be, you can say, hey, I got through a whole book of the Bible. But the, the neat thing is, is, is if you start, even if you start tomorrow, on Easter Sunday, you'll be reading about the resurrection. And, and the Gospel of John, if you haven't read the whole thing before, and if you want to learn about who Jesus is, and what he's done for you, and, and just the, the person of, of him, and, and you know, just learn about him. It's, it's a great book to start. And, and what are some things you can do? Is, is ask yourself questions as you read through it. What does this talk about? What does it mean? How can I apply it to my life? Use your imagination. Your imagination isn't a bad thing. One of the things that I tell the youth is, is try to put yourself into the story. Try to use all of your senses. If you are one of Jesus' disciples standing there, you know, what does it smell like? What does it look like? What questions, when Jesus all of a sudden was doing this teaching, what questions would you ask? Because so many times we, we sit there and go, man, I can't believe the disciples would ask that, you know, that they didn't know the answer. And, but what questions would you ask of Jesus? And put yourself into that story and make it become real. And, and you can start to just see Scripture come alive and you may pull out something that you hadn't seen there before. Because you want to try to learn something new every time you read the Scripture. Because you may be sitting here and thinking, man, I've read John a ton of times. Well, read it again and try to learn something new. And how great it would be is just leading up to Easter. Us as a body of believers are, are reading the same thing. And, and just really getting into the story. So over the last few weeks, you've heard about the importance of God's word. You've heard about the credibility of God's word. And today you've heard about the benefits that it can guide you. You know, God has a purpose for your life, just like these Lincoln Logs were made for a specific kind of building. And if you follow the directions, it's there. And it's the same thing in your life. God has a purpose for you. And he's given you his word to guide you to that, to give you power in that, and to give you knowledge on how to accomplish it. You just need to study it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. And, and, and I so do thank you for your word. 
and how it can guide us and how it can give us power and how it can give us more knowledge just about who you are. And I pray for each of us in this room that we would be willing to take the time not just to read your word, but to study it. To look into it, to apply it to our lives, and to start living it. Be with those who take up the challenge to to read through the Gospel of John the next 21 days. I pray that your word would be alive and active in their lives. As they just see who you are. We ask this all in your precious name. Amen.